0: Good morning. Hi, good morning. Welcome to Better Health for Women and Men. I am I am your host Lady Mashera. I am so honored to interview Ms. Dagger. I cannot pronounce her name and I'm not going to even try to pronounce the name. But um she's going to <laughs> <laughs> it, is early it is early in the morning here. But I, I am so honored. I've, I've spoken with her on the phone, and she's so funny. And if you really set your mind to it, you will feel her energy. And it, 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 it's something. She's very, 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 very highly, as we use in the in the Christian term, she's very highly anointed and everything. So I'm just going to just sit back. And let my my buddy just take it away here on Better Health for Women and Men. Take it away, Miss Gagger. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, good morning, and I'm so so honored and and blessed to to be here today. Um, and I was really. Uh, pleasantly pleased to have been invited to this uh, interview podcast with uh, Miss Lady over here. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and yeah, I, I am a big proponent of um, health and wellness um, and really at a deep level for, for all human beings, for all living creatures, um, coming from my own experiences in, in life that were you know, made for me. Um, Even the not-so-pleasant ones, um, because it really taught me how to be resilient and use my own inner power to get me through anything that came into my life. Um, So now I am using uh, my own, um, everything that I've learned in my life to, to help others. And the best part is I'm not just in the wellness business, but I'm also in the the analytical side as well, because I am a chief information security officer in the federal government space for now. Um, and you would think that what is, you know, what is cybersecurity and technology have to do with wellness? Um, well, for me, it has to do everything because they're all part of me as a as a whole person. Um, and I struggled with that for a while trying to figure out, hey, it seems like I have two different parts of me. What do I do with that? Um, and it, it did look like, well, they're just totally not connected at all. And there's no way I would have to choose one over the other. Um, and I really love doing both. So how do I choose? Um, and what I decided to do was just take a leap of faith. And because I knew this was the right direction to go. Um, one, because being in uh, a corporate setting, as some of you may be in right now, I think we could all attest to the fact that there there's things that come with uh that kind of uh um job um or role that you might play there especially if you're in leadership you know there's a lot of stress burnout uh confusion chaos uh just you know uh there's it's a never ending day especially if you're in a technology field um especially in cyber it's just your job never ends you can never have a feeling of fulfillment because you feel like you finished one thing and then just the very second that you finish it, something else pops up or even before you finish it, more things pop up. Um really? so. how,
0: do, <laughs> how do you manage that? How do you because I know my some of my family they worked up at the Pentagon and I I I still admire I still admire them because they work with the CIA and the FBI. And they they juggle a lot of stuff. How do you guys manage that and still deal with a family and still deal with what you're doing?
1: Yeah, uh, it's a great question. Um, I'm getting a little bit of an echo. Um, so, and that's where uh, I felt that my mission um, in life is, is to actually... Teach people how to how to uh, look at everything that's happening in your job front and in your life and maybe in your social circles um, and just within you. Um, to and to a normal person, it just seems like oh, there's just a whole lot of chaos and we just have to get rid of the chaos. And what I teach um, in my program is that no, you don't get rid of the chaos. You your mind was designed for chaos, so we should actually make the best use of that and it, it's been scientifically proven that most of us don't use most of what our brain is designed to do we probably use 20% of it um so so when I had to look back, um, I had to really look at what's happening in my entire life, in my job, in my uh, in my family, um, you know, in my own growth uh, as a person, as a as a human being, um, with my kids, um, and I just and the word chaos came to mind. I'm like, okay, it seems like we are all surrounded by chaos on a daily basis, and there's chaos within us too. And instead of just trying to get rid of it, because you really don't want to get rid of chaos in your life because at some point when you, if you, first of all, you're never going to be able to do that. There's always going to be chaos. Your body is structured around chaos within you. Um, but it's, it's, it's actually trying to identify the different types of chaos. So some chaos, yes, it would be good to release it from, from your system. Um, and processing it first and then releasing it. Uh, Some other chaos, what I call the good chaos. This is like the surfer board type of chaos. You know, have you ever ever done surfing or anything really exhilarating in your life, like bungee jumping or skydiving? Oh, yeah.
0: I went, I, (laughs) look, girl, you're going to bust out laughing at this. I, um, when we first moved to Florida, I always wanted to do skydiving. I really, you know, and so at the time, my husband, he said, "Okay, you want to do this? I said, yeah. So we went. And <laughs> if that's was so funny. We went to the, the airport. I got all geared up and everything. And boy, just what I got ready to think about jumping out the head to the note. And the guys, the people within, there, they laughed at me. But that was that was a big challenge for me. That oh yes. Yeah. And then that's when I started riding airplanes because I used to be afraid to ride planes. And but when you do the skydiving.
1: Yeah, that, that's a whole case for them. <laughs> yeah, and and you get that feeling, right? You get that feeling of like, oh, I don't really know what's going to happen, but I feel really excited. And, you know, I have yes. this like adrenaline going and, you know, I, I, I really want to do it, but it's a little scary. And my nerves are, are, you know, I have butterflies in my stomach, but you do it anyway. <laughs> but
0: guess what? When I got the plane, look, I felt like I was a millionaire. I said, I might not jump. I got a little bit halfway, but guess what? I did take I did take that step. So my family was laughing at me at the time. My hair was long, girl, I flipped my hair. <laughs> 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 oh my god. I we had a ball that day, but what you're saying is true because when you move out that fear, fear is is is, is one of the biggest challenges with all of us and and even God said it. Even Buddha said it. All, all the, the, the Islam, all of Arab and Christian, all them said, God never gave us the spirit of fear. And that is one of the things that I think human beings we go through is that fear. And like I say, because when I got up in that plane, I taken a deep breath, <laughs> but I managed to get through it. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and now that
1: you've gotten through it, you know how that feels and you've gotten to the other side. So now you're probably like, Okay, I've been there, done that. It wasn't was probably not as scary as you might have thought, or maybe it was, but then you still did it anyway, and now you're you you see the other side. Like you're you're onto, you know, bigger and and uh broader uh -hmm. things to do. And the same Mm -hmm. applies to Anything that you do in life, you don't have to go skydiving or surfing. But when you see these, um, you know, you have to be able to dream big. So if you're sitting there at, at home and like, well, I'm never going to do these things. Oh, that's for crazy people. And, you know, I'm just not going to, I'm not even going to look that direction. Then you're kind of living this mediocre, uh, like very comfortable, you're, you're in your comfort zone all the time. Then then innovation and growth does not come out of comfort you have to have a little bit of discomfort for you to even realize like oh there there might be another way there there must be something beyond this um, and then you start looking for it and seeking it and then you it's almost like you're you're in your little hamster cage like running in your little exercise uh, circle wheel and uh you know for a lot of, a lot of people are comfortable doing that. Okay. I'm just going to run in my wheel. I'm going to drink my little water from my little bowl here. Uh, and that's it. Like that's what life is. And then I just sleep and, you know, go to the bathroom (laughs) and that's, uh, that's how life is supposed to be. And what they're not seeing is that, Hey, you're in your little cage. You're not seeing like, there's a whole big world out there. (laughs) You know, if, if you only kind of look up and actually imagine this world, maybe someone can actually take you out of this cage and show you, you know, wh- what could be, you know, maybe you have this whole huge yard, you can run, run around in. you know, maybe there's uh, a big house that, that you could be in. So when you think of a human, you know, uh, when, you, when going back to your question, so a lot of us just we don't really know what to do with all of this chaos and we we feel like we just have to get rid of it or we just have to make it go away or not invite it in and the the more you do that the more chaos you're bringing in because now you're getting frustrated as to why you can't get rid of the chaos and in essence, you're adding more chaos by, by doing that. And it's just like a vicious cycle. So in what I teach in my transformational programs is to really identify there are different types of chaos. I'm not saying all chaos is good, but when you get really good at identifying the good chaos, the bad chaos, the ugly chaos, then you can, you could, it, it'll be very obvious to you. Oh, okay. I see what's happening here. And you take a very, Um, distance type of uh, approach to it, like an observer. So it's not happening to you. It's just happening around you and you're able to classify it correctly. Like, oh, this, this must be the ugly chaos. Okay. I know I have the tips, the tools, the techniques to get, to process that and release it, you know, but then, um, the good chaos, that's not something I want to get rid of. I want to invite that in, because if I don't invite in the good chaos, I'm just going to be in my comfort zone, going back and forth, back and forth every day in my little wheel. And, th- you know, that means you're not growing, you're not innovating, you're, you're, you're just kind of stuck in this comfort zone and nothing really good comes out of your comfort zone.
0: And, you know, I think that is so true because, I, and I, I, you know, my audience would tell you, you know, I... I'm a very honest woman and I, I think being in, in, in the media, you know, of fact, like I was talking to my fiance last night and him and I was talking about some things that, you know, you can be whatever you want to be in front of a camera. You mm-hmm. can be whatever you want to be in front of doing a podcast like this, but to really be organic is very hard. And you know, it's like doing these interviews. I started doing this, and I was just sharing with him this morning. I've had nothing but success for interviews, and I've had nothing but success. Have I been scared to do them? Yes, I'm not going to lie, because I'm going out of my comfort zone. I'm, I'm meeting people that, like you, um, the, one of the ladies that I, Peggy, I interviewed, she used to work for the uh, New York Times, um, the other guy that I interviewed, he worked for Better Up uh, Home, HGTV all of these people that, that God has given me is teaching me if that makes any sense yes I'm a good for journalism but to really sit down and to really do the interviews and what I do and I shared it with Peggy i look at C and Now, I ain't going to lie, I love those guys. A lot of people don't like them, but I love them. And I, I watch how they do the interviews. And what they do, they sit there and they let the people take over. And that's what I've learned to do because I can ask 50,000 questions, but if the people don't know who you are, it doesn't mean anything.
1: Yeah, exactly. And and you're basically embodying what I what I um what I teach others. It's like, yeah, it's a little bit of it's a little, it's a little bit if you don't have any fear in what you're about to do, then it's not going to really get you anywhere, right? This is this is if, this is kind of like you just do this every day. There's like there's no there's no butterflies in your stomach, there's no fear, there's no nervousness then you know okay this is just it's, it's too comfortable there you're not gonna get that. that's not the, that's not the thing that's going to um, get you that fulfillment or that exhilarating feeling or or even growth in your career or in your personal journey in your spiritual journey um, overall so what you're doing is what you what you just said was was perfect it's like okay you, you have a degree but that doesn't mean you just automatically become super comfortable in taking this next step. So then you kind of moved on to doing interviews. And like you said, you don't, you never know what's going to happen in an interview, right? Maybe you have a guest that totally disagrees with everything that you say. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> or maybe they, they, or maybe they're not ready to go past their comfort zone. And it might just be dead silence when you ask a question. They might be like, um, yep, yeah, yes. No. <laughs> there you go.
0: <laughs> and you're right. You're right. So when you just like you, you give a full course to the people, this is what I do now. I really want you to elaborate on the course that you do because I, though I haven't got into it yet, and I plan on doing it. it might be next year, but I'm planning on doing it. I, I love what the way that you share with me how you teach the people and. It just blew my mind. It really did because how you're bringing in holistic and working within. This is what the problem is. What we're we're see facing in in the world today, where the medical doctors they want to throw out the holistic. But guess what? We need the medical doctors as well as we need the holistic people because both work together. You know what I'm saying? I mean, now some of them are, are beginning to, uh, I was reading an article where some of the doctors now are beginning to not really enforce, but uh, how can I use the word? Embracing prayer, embracing meditation. About 10 to 15 years ago, you didn't hear nothing about that because I know when my mother was living and I was sharing with my the doctor that I had um My mother was drinking green tea, and he made fun of it. Now, green tea is like the magic tea for everything. Yep. Yeah. So, so if you don't mind, please, you know, and 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 break. If you don't mind, please talk to talk to the audience about this because I want to enforce this class. You and Peggy have got a good thing going on, and I want to enforce it with all of my powers. Because, matter of fact, I'm going to even endorse it because this is good stuff.
1: Thank you. I I, I am really honored that you say that because, like like you, I've experienced a lot of. Um, health-related uh, struggles myself, and I've gotten myself out of it because I had the faith um, and trust, uh, even at times that I didn't even know what existed out there in this holistic wellness um, field. But I kind of, I figured that, well, it's not invasive. I don't need, you know, this, this doesn't involve cutting me open or putting shots into me and things like that. And so I might as well try it. And Um, And I put my faith and trust and intention for it to work. And it did work. Um, And I was at a state where I was given six weeks to live after the birth of my third baby, which is what started my whole journey into this, um, into the wellness field. And, you know, I I lost all trust in the the American medical westernized system for that reason, because it was because of them I I was put in this position to begin with and why would I then trust my myself or them to get additional surgeries done without really any guarantee result? Um, so I chose another way. I, I felt that there was another way and I just kind of, um, uh, you know, as you seek, the answers will come and all of these different modalities started coming into the picture. And although it took me about two and a half years to really recover fully, um, I learned so much in the process that I then um, started learning a lot of these modalities, um, and then I started coming up with my own ways of doing things because I was on bed rest for about a year. I could really not move. I was in excruciating pain. Um, you know, when when your core is ruined, it basically ruins your entire body because. The, your whole body's connected to your core um, so since my core had been pretty much like decimated <laughs> by this uh, OB um, I couldn't even get myself to a uh, practitioner um, so so I had to really come up with my own ways of, of healing myself in this process and so what I do now is I actually use all of my techniques that, that I developed um, I integrate them with all of these modalities that that I had um, learned and gotten trained in. So that includes energy healing, it includes like EFT tapping, um, mindset, hypnotherapy, and um, you know just your own ability to rewire your brain. Um, it's just amazing. Like everything that all the traumas that I had incurred through my childhood all the way up to now, I was actually able to rewrite those in my brain, so it's almost like when people say, Well, you can't change history, I'm like well, yes, that's true. you can't change the events that had happened, but you can most certainly and most definitely you can change the way you perceive those events in your own body in your in your own mind, and that's really what matters. Um, cause you know, and I'm not making light of any situation that I might, that might've occurred for anyone. Um, cause trust me, I've been through pretty traumatic experiences myself, um, not to be taken lightly, but that doesn't mean that you have to keep, uh, having this negative connotation of them in your mind, because guess what? The only person that's, it's continuing to hurt is you it's not hurting the other people that might've done something to you or any situations that could have happened that are negative. The only person that you're really hurting by, by continuing to think about the, these negative situations in a negative way is, is you. Um, And so, so what I do in my program is a seven week course um, and it's very intensive and intentional um, because in those seven weeks, no matter what you're facing, whether it's traumas, whether it's it's pain, whether it's um, chronic pain or chronic issues, uh, health issues, uh, whether it's on the emotional, mental or physical level, uh, within those seven weeks, you're going to see a true transformation. Um, and the reason for that is I work with um, world-class professionals. So we we have a pretty integrated team of professionals um, where you get one-on-one uh, sessions and coaching, you get group sessions and coaching, and we take it very deep. Um, it's not the superficial, just talk therapy or or just giving you a bunch of worksheets to fill out like normal online courses. Um, and uh, so we really try to. And there is an online component, um, but it, it's combined with. Uh, very deep healing um, coaches and, and therapists where we form a team of people so you not only get access to me but you also get access to this amazing team of, of people and we have a help desk function where you're able to just submit questions, concerns, uh, unlimited. So there's no limit on like, oh, you only get to do one question a week. Um, and even the group coaching calls, we take it deep. It's, it, we, we don't believe in superficial, superficiality, if that's the word. Um, because I've, I've been there. I've been there. I've experienced it myself. I've gone through all kinds of different, uh, things like I've been through just coaching, I've been through uh, you know different types of healing modalities and therapists or and, and healers um, and practitioners. I've been through just doing things on my own. And what I found was, you know, when you go to one specific type of person, you only you know they're very good at what they're doing, but they don't have a big picture of what else do you need. And I found and that that to is true, yeah. that right? Is-
0: that is true. And I didn't mean to cut you off, but oh, when sure. you said, when you said it it just like something hit me because it's just like with me. I am a health coach coach, excuse me, but I specialize in Parkinson's disease because I spent 7 years dealing with my mother with Parkinson. And let me tell you something, oh my Jesus, oh my Lord. It was like a roller coaster ride. I mean, the highs, the lows, the up. Oh, my God. But guess what? I learned how to do things. I learned how to sit back and examine her. And I learned how to say, you know, no, you're getting off this medication. And I, in the doctors, because I used to work with the doctors, because I used to be a certified nurse assistant. So the team of doctors that they had... They knew me personally and they told, they said, you know what? You know what? We're going to let you do this and we're going to see how good it does. And I, according to them, I gave her extra years to live. And what you're saying is so true. And then on another thing that you said was about, um, letting the past go. And the Bible, it speaks about the book of Philippians, forgetting those things which are behind and pressing on towards a mark of a high calling. In other words, forget your past. Yes, we have history. But as long as you keep lingering in it and walling in it, you cannot make it to the next step. Yep.
1: Yeah. And this...
0: This is what people have got to learn. Even in the little cities, they talk about history. Okay, they, all right, yeah, we got history. But when are we going to move past that history and create history our own? You, you know what I'm saying?
1: And that's a, that's a great point because a lot of, and I've, trust me, I've been there myself, like, you know, for the longest time, like, well, how can I forgive the people that did this to me? How can I, you know, how can I just, maybe I can forgive them, but how do I just forget it? Cause this is affecting me now. And what I realized is, okay, look, what do I really want to do in this world? Like, you know, I want to help other people. I want to help millions of people in the world. And how am I going to get there if I just keep harping and spending all my energy focusing on what happened to me and playing the victim role, when, because what happens is you have a limited, uh, set of energy. It, everyone does, right? It, the energy cannot be changed or, uh, gotten rid of or added more to energy's energy. And all you can do is transform the energy into what you want it to be. Or transmute it. So, if you spend all of your limited energy, uh, and if we look at energy as money, because it's it's the same thing. Everything, when you when you take everything apart to the smallest uh, particle, it boils down to uh, a factor of energy. So, if you think of energy, if you think of money as the, the as energy currency, then you know, do you really want to spend all of your money and all of your energy just focusing on what already happened and being really mad about it or being really upset about it or or thinking of yourself as a victim or do you want to take all of that money and that energy and focus it on hey, what do I really want? I want to do this. I want to I want to, you know, Break, break, you know, uh, get rid of all my pain. Uh, I want to have a amazing life, a fulfilling life. You know, I want to have kids. I want to have a family. I want to be rich. There's nothing wrong in wanting to be rich and And what what usually ends up happening is a lot of people are just focused on, well, that's nice, I want all that, but um I have all of this uh trauma and PTSD and all of these issues from the past, and what we really focus and sometimes it is hard to do on your own, which is why um, this program really helps is because. It's for the people that are, it's not for everyone. So I'm just going to be blatantly clear because it, it is for people who are just done with the way that they've been trying to do things. They're done feeling, having this chronic pain or this trauma or just kind of follow them around everywhere. They, they just want to break free. They want to get to a new life and they, they see the light at the end of the tunnel. They just don't know how to get there on their own. That's where we come in like, okay, well, we're going to help with the. The, the hypnotherapy part, the rewiring your your brain part, the energy healing part, to kind of give you that boost to your system, um, and then set you free. So we really don't. I don't personally believe in. Anyone out there, whether it's the medical system, whether it's healers, whether it's uh, the wellness world, when they say things like, well, you know, you got to keep coming to us three times a week for the for the rest of your life. I'm like, well, that just means that they're not very good at what they're doing. (laughs) If you have to go to them for the or prescription meds. Yep. You're now on this medication for the rest of your life well that means that they just haven't you know dug deep enough to actually find the root cause and help you get you know process and release that root cause so you don't have to be on this medication for the rest of your life so we that's why we made it a 7 week intensive course cuz by the time you get through this course you you know first of all you've you've healed yourself to a point where you now um, are able to learn some of these techniques for yourself so you can continue on your journey on your own. And we're always there um, as a support system to to help even after this course. But you will find that you probably don't need us after that point because we do energy healing classes within this program itself so that you learn how to do it for, for yourself we'll teach you all the techniques that we use for you so you can then continue using it for yourself and maybe even you know teach others and start your own programs so we it's a win-win situation um in any direction that you look at it because we're we're going to get you through you know out of the woods for yourself and then you can now um continue getting yourself you know way past the woods into your actual dreamland on your own, and then you could possibly, at some point, decide that you want to help others as well, and then use all of these techniques and tools and uh, training that we gave you to maybe start your own programs, or maybe even just you know just do it for friends and family. But it's it's you know what we're trying to create is a, is a ripple effect.
0: Okay, now you know thing I like that because of the simple fact this is, and I want to say this because I I got a there's some about me that you don't know and there's and a lot of people do not know this but i'm a person like this i'm a very honest woman i am an apostle i'm i am a preacher but i embrace every person's belief and i endorse this because i like what you said You take the course, you learn, and then you go back and you help other people with it. And this is the problem with a a lot of courses. They don't, they don't say that. They say, oh, well, take my course and then record, you know, if a person want to come and join, you know, do like a referral thing, but you're giving a person an opportunity to say, hey, take the course. If it, if it does work for you, go out and start your own. And this is where it goes back to what the Bible says that God gives power to get wealth. You are basically, you are basically like a school, but not a school. If that makes any sense. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. and and that's exactly um, you know what I did with my own journey. You know, because I can guarantee the things you'll learn for yourself in this program. Um, you are going to want to help others. I can almost guarantee that. I haven't, I haven't had one single person that just said, well, okay, it's kind of worked for me and I'm just going to keep it to myself because once you learn, um, How to heal yourself from, you know, whatever you're going through, uh, whether it's trauma, whether it's abuse, whether it's uh, chronic pain, um, or if it's just something emotional or mental. Once you're able to release um, all of these from your own system, Again, I don't know anyone that's just gonna keep it to themselves. Like, well, I'm just not gonna tell anyone about this, and I don't want anyone to know. They're gonna be like, "Oh my gosh!" Like, I, I need to do something with this. Uh, yeah, you go. And that's
0: key. <laughs> and That's key. Now, let me ask you a question. When you get, when people get done with this, do you all give out certificates, or, or, when I say, I'm, I'm just gonna put it out like this, and I've seen this on, on the Food Network. This lady, she didn't have the money to go and to go to school to become a chef. So what she did, she would watch the Food Network every day. That was her <laughs> school. She watched the Food Network so she was she get she um put in a thing to be on chop. And so she won chop. She won it. And the, the, her her testimony inspired me so much. She said, although I didn't go to school to become a chef, but I won the championship. So, yes, I am now certified to be a chef. So my question to you all to you is this. Do you all do the certificates or do you just once people get done with their transformation, they let their transformation be their certificate to show other people?
1: That is a great question. Yeah, we definitely hand out certificates for the parts that we teach, um, like, uh, for example, for the energy healing, for some of the mind body energy techniques that we teach. We do uh, give you certificates for those because those are actually sufficient for you to now um, start uh, doing those techniques for others. Um, and there are different levels too. So this is just in the, the the main program, but there is a master's program as well that we're uh, um, that we're about to launch where you can have continued um, it's kind of a subscription based program. so if you want to continue going deeper into the uh, the different uh, modalities and you want to get trained uh, and certified in, in other modalities as well, um, and also continue your own healing journey. Um, then that that program exists as well. So you know, through the basic uh, transformational program, you will be going through a transformation yourself, and you'll also learn um, some of these modalities on your own and get uh, certified in those. And then, if you wanted to continue getting to higher levels in these modalities, there is the there is a, a master's program as well.
0: Okay, what I'm going yeah. to do. I'm going to I'm going to put you into the magazine but I'm also I'm also going to put your website in the in this on this um this show so that people can get in contact with you and you can tell them the price and everything because me personally I think that this is phenomenal because <clears throat> excuse me because traditional education has really gone out the door. People now need jobs. And, and when I say this, please don't misunderstand me. I am all for traditional education, but I'm also a person like this. I remember when CETA first came out back in the eighties and I was so angry that President Reagan, that he, he just dropped the thing, but you was earning while you was learning. And with this program, you're learning, and then when you get done learning, you go out. And matter of fact, you still can probably even earn while you're learning because when people start seeing the transformation with you, all of a sudden they can say, hey, what are you doing? I want to be a part of this. And you can start, people can start getting clients like that. Yes. Yes, 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 definitely. Oh, yeah, I'm on board. I'm on board. I'm on board. Well, girl, I hate to end this. I'm oh my God. I'm enjoying this. I really am. And I am going to invite you back because this is something that is very well needed. And the next time I invite you back, we're gonna do it on my on my YouTube show. And hopefully I be I will be back on Roku with my channel. So you'll be on TV. But I just wanna say I appreciate you, and I'm, I'm so grateful that we had an opportunity to, to to do this. And I just want to speak blessings on everyone that is listening. And, you know, don't be so quick to pass judgment. Listen to people out. Embrace other people's beliefs. And this is one of the problems. People do not want to embrace other people's beliefs embrace it you just embrace it because we learn from each other i have learned just in these 37 minutes i have learned more about your program than i did when you and i was just talking because now is the picture is coming more clearly and i just want to say thank you for being a part of this and check out the magazine when I put your stuff in it. And I just want to say this, that I love you and I appreciate you. And once again, thank you for being a part of Better Help for Women and Men. I am your host, Lady Michelle.